Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, you can all breathe easier. Captain Kirk has uh, returned to Earth safely on the Jeff Bezos rocket ship. 90-year-old William Shatner shot into space for eh, 10 minutes or so today. He has just uh, plunked back onto the West Texas prairie. I assume he's okay in that capsule. I haven't seen him yet, but uh, everything looked like it went uh, spectacularly well for Blue Origin. I will admit it is cool watching a rocket blast off into space and then plummet back to Earth and shoot out some kind of jet stream of something to slow it down from crashing and then land again. Technology's pretty amazing. And then a few minutes later, uh, Bill Shatner and three others, bam, onto the uh, dusty Texas plane and uh, the billowy cloud of dust. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. He's safe. He'll be fine. As for... The rest of us, I don't know. We do have what we thought was a landmark day. Waiting for it to arrive. When public schools and universities would not be allowed to mandate a vaccine that was experimental. Remember way back in July when we got excited about that here on the Bruce Hooley Show and among other conservative-loving, freedom-loving, liberty-loving Americans? It was House Bill 244. It was all the rage. Ah, we finally got it passed. Yes. But it didn't take effect for 90 days. And so it really didn't do much good. And since the Pfizer vaccine has been approved for full use, not just emergency use, it's more of a whimper than with a thud that House Bill 244 becomes law today. So uh, public schools and colleges cannot require a vaccine that does not have full authorization. So for the next pandemic, you'll be good if they come out with experimental vaccines. But right now there's a Pfizer vaccine that has gotten full approval. So Ohio State, Ohio Wesleyan, many other schools, Ohio U. Oh, they hate that, don't they? Ohio University. Sorry, Athens friends. They can all require that. But it's odd that it happens on a day where the General Assembly of the State of Ohio, Republican-led, Republican supermajority, is right as we speak talking about House Bill 435. It has every bit as much hope for those of us who love freedom and liberty behind it as did House Bill 244. Oh, this will be a game changer, we thought then, and we think now. But maybe we can learn a lesson about the negotiations around this bill and what we hope it will do from what eventually transpired 
from the last bill that was signed into law, then took three months to become law, and today becomes law, and it doesn't really change anything. Likewise, I don't think House Bill 435, unless it is adopted as emergency legislation, meaning it goes into effect right away, I don't think it will accomplish anything. Oh, sure, sure. It brings up natural immunity. Finally, we have someone who acknowledges that you can get COVID, recover from COVID, develop antibodies on your own, and be protected and not need a vaccine. That's nice. It's nice. It does allow uh, some religious exemptions. And I don't know if maybe I should draw, I guess, encouragement from the fact that pro-vaccine people hate this bill. But it's also true that anti-vaccine people hate this bill. Because I don't really think this bill is going to accomplish a lot. Because if you have to make a decision about getting vaccinated to keep your job in a hospital, with an airline, in a school, any place else, That decision is probably one of consequence that you need to be making quickly. At Ohio State, students have to be vaccinated by Friday or they're done. Friday. Maybe the House gets its act together today. Maybe the Ohio Senate says, oh, wow, the House approved that bill this morning. Let's approve that after lunch. Let's sign that into law. Still not going to become effective for 90 days. So I don't really think it's going to do a lot. And maybe that's the point, right? Maybe that is the point. Maybe our legislators want to have the appearance of having our back and not really put themselves out there to have our back. That's how it feels like to me. We'll talk with Aaron Baer, Center for Christian Virtue, at 11.33 today about House Bill 435, vaccine mandates, mask mandates. Aaron is a freedom-loving American. I know this because he and CCV are joining with 98.9 The Answer to sponsor the American Leadership Forum, a night with the Ohio Republican Senate candidates at Genoa in Westerville, October the 24th. That is less than two weeks away. I know it seems like a long way away, but it's not a long way away. It's a Sunday night, August, uh, October the 24th, 7 to 9 p.m. Get your tickets at 989theanswer.com. Our numbers are 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. You can reach me, Bruce, at 989theanswer.com. Take us with you wherever you go, iHeartTuneInRadio.com app or the Answer app, which you can download at the iTunes and Google Play Store by searching 989FM, The Answer. Kelly starts us off today. Hello, Kelly. Welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. Hi. Thanks, Bruce. Nice to talk to you. Thank you. Nice to talk to you. Uh, so I just want to make a comment real quick about the uh, the FDA approval of the Pfizer vaccine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's an article I read this morning on Epic Times yeah, um, stating that the actual vaccine that's distributed in the United States through Pfizer is not the one that has FDA approval. Uh, there's a different brand name for the one that got FDA approval, and there's none of that available in the United States. Uh and the one that is being given and is being said that has FDA approval is still under emergency use author- authorization. Well, that's interesting. I will check that out. Epoch Times typically does very good work, and uh, that's interesting information to have. We do have some vaccine news today in that Joe Biden has mandated the vaccine. Thank you for that note, Kelly. I'll look that up during the break. Appreciate it. Appreciate you listening to the show. Uh, U.S. military personnel, and I have talked with parents of several whose sons and daughters have really difficult decisions to make about, I don't really want to get the vaccine, but I don't like being treated like an enemy. I mean, that's how they're treating 
people in the military who won't get vaccinated. They're treating them like the enemy. They don't let them come to work, but they won't honorably discharge them. They dangle the threat of a dishonorable discharge over their head. Uh, One father told me his son is like a prisoner. Got to call in every day. Ask if they want you to come to work. No. And they get the shaming of their superior officers. This was thought to have the cover of the uh, chaplains in the military. But today, the chief, I guess, Catholic representative on the military, he's the Archbishop for Military Services, Timothy Broglio, released a statement that said, hey, if you're Catholic and you have an objection to getting the Pfizer vaccine because you believe it was derived from fetal cell tissue, which came at some point in time from an abortion, if that bothers your conscience, then you don't have to take the vaccine, and the government should observe that. We'll give you the details on that, and um, also details on the autopsy of Gabby Petito. What does it say about how she died, when she died, and if it... uh, further implicates her boyfriend, Brian Laundry. All that in Aaron Bear at 1133 today. It is a Wednesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. I'm probably like you. I drive around town. Occasionally you turn your head, you look, you see gas prices. Uh, almost always over $3 a gallon now. Gas is at a seven-year high. But yesterday, I'm driving uh, to pick up my daughter... And look over on High Street near 270, 329 at a speedway, 329. I talked to my wife last night about inflation. She mentioned it to me Sunday. She came back from the grocery store, said, "Hey, the hamburger I used to buy for 10 bucks, now it's 16 bucks. The potato chips I used to buy for a dollar, now dollar 50." And last night we're talking about it. She goes, "Our gas bill we have a credit card. We buy nothing but gas, okay? Last month, now, you know, we drive a little bit more. My daughter plays soccer. She's on the road. We've got kids at a school. We pick them up. Our gas bill last month was $300 higher. $300 higher. We didn't take any out-of-state trips or anything like that. So $329 crushed me yesterday to see that at what I would consider to be, typically Speedway, is not the highest price gas. So... Joe Biden made this happen. Like, he made this happen. Ended the Keystone XL pipeline. And also, because of all this nonsense about green jobs and green this and green that, he's got to have the environmental wackos supporting him, AOC and her nutcase compatriots. Biden's executive orders, those first 50 that he signed in the first week, included a ban on domestic oil exploration on federal land which is why our gas is out of control. And, you know, he said, well, I'm asking, I'm begging OPEC to make more. You heard the stories about how you got to buy your Christmas presents now because we got ships docking out in the Pacific Ocean because they can't get into the harbor in L.A. and Long Beach to unload because we don't have enough workers, supply chain, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's funny to me. If we get oil from OPEC, how do they think it gets here? Do they, do they mail it? Do they, do they email it, the oil? 
No, it comes here on a tanker. What is it, the tanker? Oh, I bet it's a solar tanker, right? I bet there's no, like, diesel fuel belching into the atmosphere on a tanker bringing oil from Europe and from the Middle East to America. I'm sure that doesn't do anything to contribute to pollution. You see how nonsensical this is? How do you think that oil gets here? So they're producing it in the Middle East. Oh, that doesn't affect our climate. Oh, no. No, no, that air. We have, a, we, we have big plastic walls up when we, met, when we plastic-proofed our schools for COVID. We built big, high plastic walls so the air from the Middle East and India and Russia, where they actually make oil that finances their espionage around the world. No, it's much better for America if we're importing oil from the Middle East on belching, smoking tankers anchored while they belch their smoke just off the coast of Los Angeles. I mean, if you have friends who are wacko environmentalists, ask them to explain that because they can't. Maybe it'll make them think. Maybe it'll make them enlightened. I wonder how Jen Psaki will dismiss this today, the Archbishop of the Military, Timothy P. Brolio, at odds with Joe Biden. Devout Catholic Joe Biden. I forgot that part. Devout Catholic Joe Biden is now at odds with, uh, presumably, authentic devout Catholic Archbishop Timothy Brolio. He had supported Biden's mandatory vaccine order for U.S. troops. Now, he says, uh, Catholics who are objecting to the vaccine because it's derived from fetal tissue, he says it's okay for you to get the vaccine. He's not saying it's not okay. He's just saying if you object to it on moral grounds, then the military should honor that. How will devout Catholic Joe Biden reconcile this chasm between he and authentic Catholic Timothy Brolio? Well, probably the same way that he bridges the chasm between all the bloodthirsty abortion people in his party and uh, himself and the uh, chasm between authentic uh, biblical truth, which says that abortion is murder. Abortion is murder. And to go back in the Bible, hate to go like full scripture on you here, but there's uh, two instances in the Bible where uh, infanticide was practiced uh, by King Herod and by uh, Pharaoh in the Old Testament. And uh, the devil is referred to as a murderer since his youth, father of lies. Yes, that's exactly. You have to be subject to the father of lies if you believe abortion is okay. Uh, Even Timothy Brolio, to bring it back to current days, says that um, you can take the Pfizer vaccine or the Moderna vaccine, which were tested via an abortion-derived cell line, and your activity would not be considered sinful because it is, I love this, uh, I love this justification, remote material cooperation with evil. Remote material cooperation with evil. He says it's okay because it's remote material cooperation with evil. That's funny. Uh, the Bible I read says avoid the a very, very appearance of evil. But Timothy Brolio says it's okay to play footsie via remote material cooperation with evil. 
He says taking the vaccine does not constitute formal cooperation with abortion and is therefore not sinful. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine, though, he says, dough. Can't take that one. Uh, unless, uh, well, they, you can't take, you can take that one, but if others are available, you should take those. Here's Timothy Berlioz's final statement on the whole vaccine matter. The denial of religious accommodations or punitive or adverse personal actions taken against those who raise earnest, conscious-based objections would be contrary to federal law and morally reprehensible. Wow, morally reprehensible. It's too bad he waited to break that out on vaccines on the president, and he didn't get around to that on the president's stance on abortion, because that's morally, morally reprehensible too. Uh, as, of course, his murder and it now is uh, clear from the autopsy report on Gabby Petito that she died of strangulation and she had been, the coroner says, out in the wilderness for three to four weeks before she was found on September the 19th. Okay, so I'm doing the math in my head on this. When was the last time she was seen alive? Wasn't it like August 27th? I believe so. The fight in Utah between her and Brian Laundrie when the cops had the dash cam video was August the 12th. We now know that Laundry. this is so weird, he flew home from Utah, then flew back. Flew home, grabbed a few things, flew back to Utah. I wonder if he had... Well, I wonder what happened. I wonder if Gabby Petito was alive when he flew back. I'll say it that way. Uh, she was not pregnant at the time of her uh, death. And Brian Laundrie is still missing. He has not been charged, but not with murder, but he's been charged with using her credit card without authorization. And that happened August 30th through September 1st. Hmm. Dog the Bounty Hunter, by the way. Aaron, did you see Dog the Bounty Hunter has given up looking for Brian Laundrie? Did he announce he that? He went home. Yeah, he went well, home. Well, I heard he was injured. He well, was he getting... His, his daughter said he set the trap and then went home with a sprained ankle. Now Dog the Bounty Hunter says he's given up looking for Brian. Oh. I don't know if John Walsh is still looking for Brian Laundry or not. What's your gut feeling on Brian Laundry? He turns 24 on November the 12th. Will he be a fugitive from justice on his 24th birthday? Um, or will he be found? It's a month from now. Can he hang out another month? I don't know. Did you see the drone footage of his parents' backyard? No, I did not. Google that. Uh, Is there a tunnel or something? Some people are saying that, yes, that his mother reaches down and grabs a hand that's coming out of a garden bed, I guess I'd say. Wow, I got to Google that. (laughs) Woo. uh, Yeah. That's crazy. Well, I certainly hope they find him and he's brought to justice. He's got to know something on this. Uh, Speaking of knowing something, Aaron Bear knows a lot about legislative initiatives in the state of Ohio, how to integrate them with your biblical faith. He's the director of the Center for Christian Virtue. He joins us next.